Toe. What's up, world? What's up, world? What's up, beefy? Not much, man. How you doing? Sitting here like this. I'm just sitting here looking like this. Like this. Because their ass is like this. So, so what's been going up in your world and down and around and just been, what's been what's up in your world, Danny? What's up in my world? Uh, I had a pretty busy day today, actually. Got off work, come home, didn't go to bed, went to Richmond. Yeah, that's it. I've been up since 2 p.m. Ask yesterday. me what's up in my world, What's Danny? up in your world, Beefy? My sugar and cholesterol, <laughs> fatty. <laughs> uh, Man, I got to talk to you about something. I've had something on my about mind. Something, okay. I've had something on my mind What you got on your mind? I got a buddy that uh, just recently went through divorce and... That's tough. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know, but uh, and I hope I never know. Um, but I couldn't imagine being. I know what divorce hold is on like. Me, hold, on me, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. My wife's calling. Uh oh, put her on the line. I'm gonna put her. I'm on gonna there. be real quiet. All right. Hey, honey. Hey. What, what are you doing? Sitting here. Looking like on, yes. On the couch. Oh, I thought you were gonna say on the toilet. Hmm. I was on the toilet. <laughs> yeah! You're live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> number one or number two? <laughs> well, I was just calling the check on you. Did the, the boy uh, find his key? Yeah. Where was it at? I, I don't know. Probably um, in his pocket. Oh. <laughs> No, somebody had taken it down to the arena. Oh, well, that's so sweet. Well, I was just calling check on you, so I'll be home in a little bit. All right. Say so you love you, bye. Love you, bye. There ain't good. nothing no better than aggravating her. <laughs> I love my aggravating Nancy, uh, and I and and she'll uh, she will. I'll, I'll get her and stuff all the time like that. <laughs> yeah. Put her on speaker. Well, I was on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, I was on toilet. Man, <laughs> she kill me. If she yeah. hears this, but uh, oh, yeah. <clears throat> just even being on the phone with her kind of calms you down. Well, no, it it kind of has something to do with what I've been thinking about. Okay. Buddy of mine got uh, recently got a divorce a few months ago, six months. I don't know when it was, but uh, I can't oh. imagine doing that. But God forbid that that ever happened. Yeah. I couldn't imagine being as old as I am now. Oh, yeah. Out on the dating scene. Mm, I you would, know? I'd be it's, lost. It's bad enough that I was 36 yeah. and I hadn't dated anybody. Yeah. Since 2007. Well, I was in my 30s when I met, well, when me and Patsy got, got together this last time. Yeah. But, I mean, I was 36 <laughs> and didn't think it was going to happen, this, that, and other. But I can't even imagine what it's like now. No. Um, to, I mean, which I would go through my little spurts, man, where I would come out of my shell once every five months. And, mm-hmm. and I did it to prove a point. Yeah. I mean, I did because you know I would I would constantly bring it up to Will and Ashley. Yeah. I was like, you know, God's not going. This is it's not going to happen for me. I'm not going to ever get married. Yeah, uh, you know, I'm just going to be Uncle Beefy and Daddy Number Two for all these youngins around here, and and just you know never have that opportunity to be something that I never had. Right. To have something that I never had, a family, and to be a dad, and all those things, but. I couldn't imagine now, you know, almost six years in, which me and her has been together for over six years, but we'll be married six years in in October. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't imagine even trying to put myself out there 
in a six-year span how horrible the dating scene is now. Well, we grew up in a totally different dating scene. <clears throat> well, now not. it's all, oh, add me on Snapchat. Add me on Instagram. Yeah. And we'll talk for that. People would rather talk online yeah. than in person. Well, see, whenever I, I've told the story a billion times, I fell in love with my wife the second time I ever seen her and talked to her. Yeah. I mean, I was head over heels. I told as soon as I got home that night from Dairy Queen, being run off from Dairy Queen, yeah. walked in the door and Ashley was like, well, how'd it go? And I said, I'll marry that girl. Yeah. She's like, well, you're crazy. You don't even know her. And I said, I know. I said, I will marry her. You mm-hmm. watch and see. And, uh, of course, you know, I had to steal her contacts and her glasses. And yeah. I just gave her glasses back to her today. But anyway, <laughs> she looked at me and she went, <laughs> Then she got on the toilet. <laughs> but... <laughs> Right before you but um, <laughs> I mean, how how the whole dating scene and the arena of you know trying to find someone, how it's changed so much in six years now. It's you know transgender oh, this God. and uh, you know uh, uh, trying to think of what do they call it monopolinomal or whatever polynom poly polyamorous polyamorous and all this that and the, and the other. I'm a one woman man, honey. Oh, absolutely, you know. Absolutely. <clears throat> I don't know if I told the story on the on the on our podcast here, but I was at a place one time picking my guitar, and there's a bunch of drunk people around, and this lady that was pretty much probably about ten to fifteen years older than me that was sitting at my left, and uh, her husband was across, you know, across the room. Yeah. And I was picking and picking my guitar and just cutting up and being retarded. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> as soon as I got done, he looked at me and he said, "Hey, beefy." I looked over and I said, "Yeah." He said, I ain't going to say her name. Yeah. We'll call her uh, uh, Sharonda. Yeah. He said, uh, Sharonda, show beefy your boobies. Oh, Lord. And I was, I kind of looked over at her, and before I could even look at her, she had her boobs out. Wow. And in all honesty, there I mean, I hate to even say anything like this, but... There was nothing attractive about this woman to me at all. Right, right. You know, boobies, whatever, ankles, toes. There was just, I wasn't, I'm not, you know, I wasn't into her. Yeah. And uh, and she did that, and I looked over at this guy, and they were all <coughs> drinking, and, you know, some people break red or they'll get mad, you know, and want to fight, want to fight over the stupidest stuff. Yeah. But I looked at this guy, and I'm going to say his name was... Uh, Damien. It's yeah. <laughs> a weird name. Nobody's <laughs> name's Damien. No. Uh-uh. But I was like, uh, I said, Damien, I kind of had this feeling that you all were about this. And then the people that I knew, see, I, the only people I knew there was these two people. Yeah. And I remember looking at the guy <clears throat> that I knew, and son, I seen the color go out of his face. Oh, yeah. You know, his, his mouth dropped, and he was like, oh, God, because he knows how I am. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll just speak whatever I'm thinking. Yeah. And I said, well, hey, Damien. Uh, he's like, yeah. And he's about three sheets to the wind. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I kind of figured you all were about this. I said, but I'm not judgmental. I said, you know, you all do whatever you want to do. I said, but I'm going to tell you this. I said, can you hear me? And he said, yeah. I said, if I had a woman down here with me, I said, she'd be mine. Nobody else's. Oh, yeah. And he just kind of looked at me. He said, I understand. Mm -hmm. And I thought, man, I'm going to have to fight everybody. And I didn't, you know, which I was way bigger than most of them. (laughs) Sometimes being big and ugly and fat can be intimidating. (laughs) But I've been so much different now versus like then. And, and, uh, you know, who... uh, 
how could it, I don't, being in the arena of dating or or God, you know, I'm so thankful that God moved for me when he did. I don't know if you people believe in prophecy, but I was sitting there and at a church service one night, probably about a month or two before I met Tamara. And this little woman come up to me and was speaking in tongues and got right in my ear and told me and, and the spirit said, I am sending you somebody and oh, so happy you'll be. And as soon as this woman said that, I thought right in my brain, I said, you are an idiot woman. Yeah, yeah. I said, I have tried. I have done everything. I have prayed my guts out. I beg God. I have cried almost every night laying in my bed. You know, God, is it ever going to happen for me? For years now, for years I've been doing this. And, and then you come and tell me, you know, this. Well, woman, you know, there's people that miss it sometimes, and they just, you know, they love you so much, they want to make you feel good. Oh, yeah. But within a month or two is when I met Tamara. And then after we got married, we were only dated for like nine months, and we were married. Yeah. You know, and she really didn't know me, and I really didn't know her, but, you know, I... You know it's meant to be. Well, not, you know, with my good looks and six-pack abs, she could <laughs> not resist, son. Me and Patsy dated this last time, I think, three months and got married. But well, now, me and Patsy known each other a whole life, so we knew, knew I know, each other know. Really I, I did not know my wife. Mm-hmm. And and she was and I was like, how come I've never met you? And she said, you have met me. Yeah. And I was like, no, I've never met you. Mm-hmm. And she said, well, you used to play drums at Seven Pines, right? I said, yeah, for like eleven years. And she said, well, I'd been there a bunch of times with my friend Megan. And then I'm like, Megan, so and so. And she said, yeah. And I said, I swear I don't remember ever seeing you. Really, that's odd. Ain't yeah. Because I would tell spirit. Yeah, yeah. I, I would tell her all the time. I'm like, you're not, you're, you're, you're not as old as you think you are. She'd just look at me, <coughs> and I, and I'd be like, I'd be like, honey, I feel like God made you two months before I met you. Yeah. And in your mind, He's created this whole life mm-hmm. for you, but it never really happened. He just created you for me. I would tell, I would tell when I would try to explain like how awesome it was to find somebody like Tamara because everybody knowed how bullheaded I was. I wasn't going to be with anybody that had been married. I definitely wasn't going to be with anybody that had kids. But then God said, "Hold on a minute. I'm going to, you know, this is what I'm doing." Yeah. You know, uh, she was married to a guy that cheated, like went out on her a bunch of times. Man, cheated on her so much done drugs had them two beautiful boys and was never a dad to them he run the roads like a teenager and she had to literally she was raising three kids the whole time that's how i put it yeah you know i don't even know the guy but just from the stories i've heard and things like that Uh and witnessing things myself you know being around the kids and all this that and the other uh, I, I tell her, I'll be like, that really didn't happen. You were only created about two months before I met you. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I couldn't imagine <coughs> being in the dating scene right now. It's horrible. Because I couldn't imagine being my buddy that just recently got divorced <laughs> and he's still young and he, I mean, he's got kids and all that. And I couldn't imagine trying to put myself out there because number one, you you got children. Oh God, I can't. You know, imagine. I can't. I can't imagine you know being my wife, and you know because I mean she's beautiful, 
And that's what that's another thing that makes me think that God created her like two months before I met her. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, to me, you know, she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and I, I couldn't be the only one that would think that. Well, you know, I'm a firm believer in the in in. I believe that God will test you throughout your life and prepare you for what he wants for you in the end. Yeah. Because if me and Patsy had a, because we dated twice before, I don't know if you can consider the first time dating we was 11 or 12 years old, but we did date when we was 16. Now, I was pretty wild, you know that, yeah. around 16 to right in my early 20s. So if we just stuck together, we wouldn't have stuck together. Right. I was too wild. I was too mean because... I just was, but she broke up with me. <laughs> no. Rightfully so. Rightfully <laughs> so. But it every relationship that I was in after I learned something from. Right. I, she couldn't have put up with me if I'd have, if we'd have never See, I didn't, broke I up didn't together. Get, I didn't have that, that luxury and I had only really honestly dated three girls before I met my wife. The first uh, first girlfriend I had, I was seventeen. Mm-hmm. That's when I had my first real relationship. That lasted for a year, that literally, a literally on the dot. And two months after I got out of that relationship, not even two months, I met I met a girl that I started dating, and we were together for almost five. Oh, oh yeah, okay. on on and on and off. I know. And then after I got out of that situation, I was single for probably about three and a half years, and. Uh, met this other girl that I'd known and you know she was younger than me about five years younger than me and uh, we started dating and we were together for almost three years yeah and that ended in 2000 I want to say October November of 2017 uh-huh. and I never spoke now I tried a couple times mm-hmm. to talk to a woman 10 years yeah. it would have been 10 years before I married Tamara before you actually had noticed somebody and po- thought about making an attempt, is no, that what you're I made several attempts. Okay, but okay. it was just there were things that would happen that was like crazy, just weird stuff. Yeah, and like I, well, I mean, there was a girl that I talked to for about two months, two and a half months. I was backslid. I moved in with her. I never even thought of doing anything like that. Yeah, I didn't know you moved in. Yeah, I moved in with this girl, and my life was miserable. I mean, I was a designated driver. Oh, Lord. You know, for her and her sister and her brother-in-law. Yeah. And uh, I would literally stay over at work so I wouldn't have to fool with them. Really? Yeah, and then I would start staying after work so I wouldn't have to fool with her. What if you hadn't stayed over? Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I just and, I, and 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 I still consider that girl. We were friends before anything ever happened. Yeah, and I, like I still consider her a friend, but she may hate my guts. I have no clue. I haven't spoke to her since. Mm-hmm. She's the girl that I told you about the baseball thing. Okay, she kept trying yeah. to figure out like why, yeah, why, 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 and I was like, you know. You I'm not me? even there. Yeah, I'm not even at the ballpark. Yeah. You know, you're on second base ready to score, and I'm not even at the ballpark. Yeah. Oh, okay, I get it. I remember that. So, and I mean, that was like a two-month <clears> talking. <throat> I never really was into her like that, and I felt like she was head over heels for me the whole time. Yeah. And I was like, man, I got to get out of this. And I started praying again, and then God's like, you need to get out of this. And then after I'd, I started praying, then I got back in church. I repented. I, I mean, I suffered for a little while because the hardest thing, I spoke with a girl named April. 
on Facebook earlier today, and I said the hardest thing for a backslider to do is to forgive theirself. Yeah, you know that to forgive yourself, and and sometimes that's a good <clears throat> thing because that'll keep you that'll keep you right where God wants you to be. Yeah, yeah, you know because it keeps you in contact with Him. You're talking to Him. God, do you really forgive me? Because I can't forgive myself for what I've done. Yeah, you know I still go through things like it's, that. You've done some things just like me. I've done some things. It's it's hard to believe that you can get forgiveness for. Right, it. right, right. That's and me and knowing me and knowing His Word and you know His 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 mercy endureth forever, and it's as far as the east is from the west yeah and i mean i can still quote you those things but the enemy's always in my mind well you did this five years ago you did yeah. this nine years ago i'm same way <laughs> and that's just what the enemy does the whole time yeah bible says he's an accuser of the brethren mm-hmm. but i could not imagine being in 2023 42 years old still single yeah trying you know, to put myself out there once every five months. It's very different. <laughs> it was one night I was sitting with Ashley. We was roasting uh, marshmallows with the kids. And uh, I was pouring my heart out to her. Ashley was like my little sister at the time. And I told her, I was like, you know, if, if, if I knew I could go to heaven and blow my brains out, I said, you'd be picking my brains up off the ground right yeah. now. Yeah. She's like, beefy, don't say. And I was like, you have no clue how miserable I am. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it was like right after I buried my sister, and I just, I, I felt like I was alone, alone, well, you alone, was. alone, you know, and like, I just felt like I was a burden to everybody, that everybody felt sorry for me and this, that, and the other. But, and she was like, well, what about so-and-so? And then I looked on Facebook and so-and-so had just put, tonight would be a good night to be sitting by a campfire, hanging out with people that you care about. Mm-hmm. And I've known this woman for years. She'd been divorced twice. Yeah. And I said, I'm going to show you something, Ashley. I pulled her up on a messenger, took a, a video of the campfire, and panned it around to Ashley and panned it around to me. And I said, we're hanging out here in the big city of Greyhawk. You should come up and hang out with us. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. She looked at it, mm-hmm. but she never replied nothing. Yeah. And I'm like... See, I told you. I said, it's not meant for me. I tell you what, though, Beefy, <coughs> and I'm going probably, I may make the female part of the audience mad at us, but this goes both ways, both male and female. A lot of the times, I'm just going to say both genders, male and female, they will want a good man or a good woman. But then when one of them comes about, yeah. they don't want nothing to do with them. Yeah, it's a, everybody. And I told Tamara this. My, I told my wife because it ain't like it's not like that. We've not ever had an argument. That's just part oh, of yeah, marriage. Part of marriage. And I told her. I said uh, I was like, you've never met nobody like me. She and she kind of gives me this. What do you mean, look? Yeah. And I'm like, because you don't have to take care of me. Right. You know, I can take care of myself. I can do my own laundry, cook my own meals. I said, you don't have to baby me. I said, I've been on my own since I was 18 years old. Yeah. And I said, literally on my own with no help, no mm-hmm. nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and <clears throat> and thank God I, I met the Lord when I did, or I would probably be in prison or dead. Yeah. And I said, but, you know, I'm not saying that to be mean, but, you know, you don't have to save me. Yeah. Because a lot of women, oh, God, he's a rebel. Mm-hmm. I've got to change him. And, yeah. And nine out of ten, and I'm not saying this to make the women mad, but nine out of ten of them try to change somebody. That's true. And you can't change nobody. They are who they are down to their freaking DNA. Yeah. You know, you get a guy that's drinking and stuff and, and, and acts violent towards you, and you marry him, he may quit drinking for 16 years, but he may start back. 
A&J Deals, 7416 Highway 421 North. Open Tuesday through Sunday from 12 to 6. You can give us a call at 606-614-5876. We have new inventory every Thursday. And check us out on Facebook at A&J Deals for updates daily. Again, that's A&J Deals. Open Tuesday through Sunday from 12 to 6 in beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky. 606-614-5876. And then, man, just right off the bat, becomes that violent dude. Mm-hmm. And you can't blame nobody but yourself. No, you can't. And, I, and listen, I have said this. I, I took a class in college, and I made this these two girls so mad because they were talking about uh, uh, like a spousal abuse, and that was part of like the social work thing that I was going into social work or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just spoke up, you know, me being me and big mouth and saying whatever I think. I said, well, I don't feel sorry for a woman that gets beat on. Yeah. And they kind of look at me like, what do you mean? I'm not glad. Yeah. And I said, well, the first time that he hits you, that ought to be it. Oh, yeah. You yeah. should be smart enough yeah, buddy. to get up and get your crap. And if you know any other male that's your friend from high school or from third grade, contact him and say, I need your help because he beat me. I'm done. I need somebody to come and help me. That is truth. If you if you get hit and you stay to get hit again, that's on you. Yeah, that's I mean, a that, you that's, problem. That, that's, that's exactly how I felt. And this one group woman started crying. She's like, you don't know what it's like. Yeah. I said, I understand I don't know what it's like. It's obvious that your man beats you, yeah. you know, or you wouldn't have said what you said. He verbally abuses you, mentally abuses you, and physically abuses you. And if you're dumb enough... To stay in that, you deserve every bit of it. Yep, now, that's the attitude that I had, you know, being 30 years old yeah. and a he-man woman hater and been single for 500 years, you know, mm-hmm. and because I felt like that, I'm like, I know I'm a good man. I have never struck a female in my life. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm now I've, I've hardly even said anything bad to a female. Yeah, you know, maybe out of self defense or getting my heart broke or finding yeah, yeah. out she's. I have. I've said fi- finding out she's slept with uh, eleven of your best friends uh-huh. or buddies. You know, yeah. <laughs> but but uh, the things I've said to one in particular person, she deserved every bit of it. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> and I and and my my whole thing is. Is in the dating realm and the dating arena that we live in in this life that, you know, it's it. I can't imagine being my age and trying to be out there and do this, but I can't imagine what it would be like for a young person right now. Let's say that uh, it's an eighteen-year-old man, boy, a yeah. child, really. Yeah. But let's say he's a virgin mm-hmm. and he wants to save himself for marriage. Oh, buddy. The, the and let's say that in his mind he he's prayed and and he's like God I want somebody that's like me. Do you know how hard that would be? For I mean it ain't hard for God. No. But if this young man goes on the journey out by himself and and don't let God choose her and just you know it's like well I'm gonna put myself out there and see yeah. what happens. The first time he says he's a virgin, mm-hmm. they're gonna be watering. Yeah, to take really his virginity. Are. They really are, and I'm the I mean mouth watering to are. do that. There's a there's a there's a story in the Bible. I want to say it's uh and I about a a lot, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, and uh, he had virgin daughters, and these people were trying to come in on on these 
on his family Mm -hmm. to molest them and have sex with them. These angels, these two angels, they wanted to have sex with these angels in Sodom and Gomorrah. They were beating the door down, this, that, and the other. Lot opened the door and said, here, take my virgin daughters. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, people foam at the mouth over stuff like they, that. And they still do, just yeah. like you said. You yeah, know. I mean, but now it's even worse. I mm-hmm. had a conversation with my 12-year-old son, and uh, this is something important, too. He's at that age where girls are catching his eye. Yep. And he's always been pretty. He's a pretty kid. I mean, yeah. he really is. Yeah. I mean, I've only seen three pretty men in my life. That's my nephew and my two boys. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you'd have to question the uh, sexuality of a man if he thought, you know, Danny, I love you to death, but they ain't nothing pretty about you to me. I'm glad you feel that way, well, baby. Uh, hopefully you feel the same way. I just start start you lazy eye. But, uh, <laughs> lazy eye does it for yeah. me. Oh, God. You don't, I just want to reach over and hold it up. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to put a toothpick. <laughs> oh, gee, I hope son. But uh, I had this conversation because he wanted to wanted me to take him to the park so he could <clears> hang <throat> out with this girl. Yeah. And, of course, we've had this discussion. Who is she? Who's her parents? He finds out who her parents are. I don't approve. Okay. So, and he's he's mad at his mom. You know, he's like, my life sucks, you know, oh, and all yeah. this, that. Yeah. And I holler at him. And I bring him in the living room, and I and I had just recently on YouTube. I'm a big YouTube thing. Yep. A survivor of John Wayne Gacy. I saw that. The guy I from saw that. Western I Kentucky. I didn't watch it, but I you saw it. You need to watch it. I, I thought about and it. This kid was 14 when he first ran into yeah. John Wayne Gacy. Yep. And I'm not going to get into that story. Check it out. Check it out. I, I'm going to. I it's saw a, it go by as I was scrolling. Yeah. Uh, it's that uh, soft underbelly guy. Yeah. Soft white underbelly. Yeah, soft white yeah. underbelly. Soft underbelly white. <laughs> All right, Dan. White but, belly soft. Yeah. Soft butter. Yeah. Tater <laughs> chips. Uh, uh, but I said, I want you to watch this. So we watched it. I mean, he, he talks about the John Wayne Gacy, and then he switches off to other things that he did later on in his life. But I focused in on that, and I said, I really want you to watch this son, and listen to this and this, that, and the other. And I was trying to, to push a point home of the reason that I don't trust the little girl because I know she has no raising. Yeah. Because her dad or stepdad or whatever, they're notorious for being in jail for sexual crimes against minors. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And uh, uh, a matter of fact, uh, the dude's brother went to prison for molesting his own children. Oh, God. And this is right here. You know, I'm not going to say no names. Right, right. And, I mean, I know people can change, but, I mean, it's just hard for me. I will, it you know, should be for it, anybody to be able and, to take and, something and like I'm that. Like, I'm like, and I, I was very blunt with my 12-year-old, and I'm going to be blunt on this podcast mm-hmm. for just a, 60 seconds, hopefully. I said, Austin, what would you okay, – and I said, honey, you're a, you're a follower. You're not a leader. I said, that's not nothing to be bad, mad about or be yeah. sad about. Yeah. I said, you have to have followers. You have to have leaders. I said, but if 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 you went down there and I dropped you off at the park with that little girl and she had two of her other little girlfriends down there and then let's say two eighth graders show up. Yeah. And then the eighth graders look at you and say, and I'm being blunt, this is what I told my son. Go ahead. Uh, hey, we're gonna go over here behind the red building and let these girls play with their birds. Yeah. Then I said, Austin, honey, I said, what would you do? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I, I, I don't know, Dad. Yeah. 
And I said, well, I mean, you know, more than likely you're going to go join the crowd. Yeah. And I said, I don't want that for you, man. I said, and I, t- I told him about the rose pedal and, and all that about, you know, giving yeah. uh, giving the pedals to all these people and not having nothing to <clears throat> give to the person who you spend your life with. Mm-hmm. And uh, I explained that to him. I let him watch that John Wayne Gacy thing. I'm like, you know, if that little girl, I said, I don't not want you to be her friend. Yeah. I said, and even if you want her to be your girlfriend, hmm. I said, she's she can come here to the house and we can watch movies. We can go, you can, you know, ride the four wheeler, the side by side and all this that, and we can all do that together. Yeah. You know, we could have what, what I consider would be a play date. We could all go to the movies. Yeah. We could all go skating. We could all go to the bounce house. We could do all these fun things, but I just don't feel comfortable with you being alone with her yeah. because I know she doesn't watch the type of TV we watch, yeah. you know, she doesn't watch Disney, you know, and I'm sure that she's seen episodes of shows where yeah. they're cussing every breath and Why, sex yeah. here, there and the other. I said, I just don't, I don't know. Well, you know, when we was growing up in elementary school, middle school, the conversation went like this, watch out for that boy. He's mean. He's going to try to get in your britches. That's all that boy ever wants to do. It was all, always watch out for that boy. Now, yeah. it's not just the boys. Right. you got to watch out for the girls just as much as the boys, if not more, yeah. because that's just the way the, the girls has, has evolved. They're just as into it as boys are. In 2000, I used to read statistics all the time, and the farthest I went was 2006, and then I quit reading them. Uh, but in 2006, I read a statistic that uh, – that showed that uh, uh, middle middle school age or junior high school age children um, that sixty some percent of them were already having sex or yeah. dabbling into sexual things. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> then it wasn't long after that, right here in this own county in the middle school, they had this thing going around that I'd heard about because we were all about youth groups and trying to do the youth thing. Yeah, that they had these bracelets that was going around these little bracelets and if a little boy had a yellow one on and a little girl had a yellow one on they had to do something to each other oh that was happening right here in this camp i heard something other day i'll touch on it uh and that was in like 2007 or 8 when that was going on yeah and we were i mean we were hardcore into youth and trying to tell them and teach them and and i am so blunt Mm-hmm. That I mean, you know, God called me into the ministry, but I can't get up in a pulpit and say the things that I can say out here on the street, yeah. like what I just said. Yeah. You, that little, you know, your buddies, uh, you don't even know these eighth graders, Austin. They'll probably say, "We're gonna go over here behind the red building, and the girls are gonna play with their birds." Yeah, you need to, you know, they're. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of PG thirteen or rated R or whatever it is now. Yeah. You know, but they're going to try all these things, man, and and, and I hope that my <clears throat> children stay pure. Well, you just uh, got to give them the right tools. But, right. You know, the reason why kids are like this nowadays is because they ain't got the right tools. No. They ain't got the right raising. You know, you've the got... The government is raising the children. The TVs, the iPads, the cell phones, that's what's raising children. Preach it. And me and my wife are real big and strict on our boys with their uh, their amount of game time and YouTube and stuff. Two hours a day. Five to seven. That's it. You know, that's all they need. And that to me, that's too much, but I understand that you gotta 
you know, boys is going to be boys, and they're going to be they're going to want to be hip to the latest thing. So I'm fine with that. Right. But two hours a day is it? Uh, it's just the way it is with us. Uh, they don't need that trash in their life. We, now my boys don't like it, but you know what? I'm their dad. Exactly. That, You're going to do what and I I'm, do. I'm in a struggle. I'm in a struggle right now with my three year old. She'll be four tomorrow. She'll be four years old tomorrow. Yeah. And. The we had to take off the YouTube kids because of the cussing and stuff. On YouTube kids and the sexual. Th- I mean, YouTube kids for children. Yeah. Because of the language, because I told you what she said, the what the yeah. and yeah, the hells. Yeah. And man, I mean, gosh, I, that burnt me up. And because it's all she was watching, but then I found out that she knew how to pull up Safari and type in YouTube. Oh wow! So now she's doing that. That's, and, that's that's scary. Yeah, but they're that, so advanced. Yes, I mean, and, and it blows my mind. I had this one guy. I'm I'm kind of telling a lie, but I've got to drop this story as quick as I can. This one guy, uh, who I don't know. Now remember, I'm lying when I tell this story. Yeah. The story's true, but the the scenario is a lie. Yeah. Well, this guy that I don't know. So that's me telling you that I know this guy. Oh, yeah. Okay, this guy that I don't know has a boy, so that means he has a girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, precious little girl. Uh, she's in uh, college. No, she's in middle school. Yeah. But we're going to say college. Yeah. No, we're going to say whatever. She's in middle school. Uh-huh. So this guy I know has got a daughter um, that was in, that's, was in middle school. I can't. I don't know. This has been a few years back. Yeah. Remember, I'm lying. Yeah. I don't know how long <laughs> it's been. We'll say 19 years ago. Uh-huh. So 19 years. Well, no. When does the internet? <laughs> yeah. Six years ago. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> TikTok, all this stuff. And they thought that they he thought that he was keeping tabs on the phone thing. Yeah. You know. They always but think then, they're doing a good job. But then he got to digging a little deeper, and it was really bad stuff that his son was taking nude photos of himself oh God. at 12, 11 years old, sending it to the little boys, the little girls, I mean, <laughs> sending the nude pictures. Yeah. And then some of the girls were sending new pictures, which was boys. I know I'm confusing you, right. but this is what... Read in between the lines. Right. All yeah. you got to do is cross your eyes and look both ways <laughs> at the same time, black backwards. <laughs> uh, but basically, in a nutshell, it was really bad. Yeah. You know, like uh, the Instagram and the TikTok and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And it kills me to know that both of my kids have TikTok. Yeah. Because my 12-year-old, I was like, who is this little girl? And he pulls her up on TikTok. I said, she don't have Facebook? No. She's got TikTok. Yeah. And I said, let me see her pictures. There was four pictures on there. And one of them, she was at the elementary school, I'm assuming in grade school, Uh with two other girls just sitting there. Then I flipped the page over. One of them, she had a condom in her mouth. Oh, my God. And the condom was blowed up. And I said, do you know, I said, is there anything strange about this picture, Austin? He's like, no. I said, well, I mean, what do you see? And he said, there's some kind of tube. And thank God that he doesn't know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I was fixing At 12 years old. But apparently, this little girls know what, these little girls know what that is. That's insane. And then I'm like, and that was the first, you know, whatever. And then on that picture with the condom in her mouth, blowed up there was a uh 
one of the people that had liked it, and I just clicked on that picture, and it was a 50, supposedly, Hmm. a news broadcaster for CNN. Really? Yeah. But I know better. It's some. Yeah. It's probably some big fat forty year old that still lives in the basement with his mom, pedophile. Guarantee. You know that probably knows and lives in this county, yep. and probably drives by the middle school with his mouth watering every day. Yeah. You know absolutely. we we had the people the, don't think that goes on in this no, county, it but it does. absolutely it absolutely does. does. You'd does. Be terrified. In nineteen eighty four, I was sexually molested by a man. In eighty four. Yeah. Nineteen eighty four. How evil the world is now. How much does it happen? Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, that I'm just telling you all this. I was told the other day, and this is scary, too, uh, that uh, at a, it, this wasn't in Jackson County. This was at another school out of the county, but in eastern Kentucky, that uh, somehow these little girls or whatever was on TikTok and found this video of this woman, another not a woman, another young little girl, Showing off her, uh, uh, what was it? I can't remember what it was. It was something they use in school, some type of tool or I can't remember. It might have been a marker even, some type of marker. But it wasn't a marker. It was a sex toy. Yeah. And uh, in this school, they was bringing these into, into the school and using them on each other in the bathroom, girls. Middle school age girls. That's so sad. And you know nobody's the wiser because hey, they got a highlighter, a highlighter or whatever it was, a sharpie or whatever it was, and they thought that was just the greatest thing in the world. You know, according to this article, anyway. Right. And uh, the people just does not have a clue what evil goes on in in with these young children. Right. It's uh, it's mind boggling. <clears throat> but my thing is, and I'm gonna. Do a Danny Potter and tie it back in. <laughs> tie it back in, beef. I'm going to tie it back in to the dating arena that we're in. Now, imagine it's been, I've been married almost six years. Now, let's say, you know, that so-and-so have been, uh, been single for six years, and they've been talking to all these guys, and they've been all hip to the new stuff that's going on, yeah. this, that, and the other. You, I mean, the... There, there's it, it. I'm trying to stay as PG as I possibly can with this episode. Well, sometimes you can't. But like <laughs> the dating arena now, the first thing I want to know is will you put out? Yeah. Because trust me, I know this firsthand to a complete stranger. I, uh, not even that, but I tried to talk to several girls, mm-hmm. and because I wouldn't put out, yeah, they were like. There's something wrong with him. Yeah, they think there's something wrong with you. Yeah, because I I don't put out. Yeah. You know, uh, one time I was talking to this girl, and she invited me to come up to her mom's. Mm-hmm. And I was young. I was in my 20s. Uh, probably 23. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, 23. And I was young. And she invited me to. We were we worked together at this restaurant. She was a waitress and I was a cook. Mm-hmm. And uh, she uh, uh, she invited me to come to her mom's. And I went up there and we watched movies and hung out. And and uh, her mom was there and her brother was there and we had a, a good time. And her mom looked at me and said, "You know, if you want to stay all night, you can." And I was like, mm. "Okay, yeah, you know, no Didn't big deal." Didn't think anything of it. Uh, went up. Her bedroom was up in the, uh, upstairs. 
and her brothers was upstairs and her mom slept downstairs and here, me and this girl's laying here in the bed and i'm a touchy rubby so yeah. i'm just rubbing her back and we're talking and laughing and cutting up and listening to music and this that and the other just typical yeah. you know no no kind of sexual anything the next morning we got up to go to work and uh that whole day she didn't even speak to me she and wanted I, more and uh and uh we both had to work a double Oh, yeah. So we were there from open to close. And <laughs> I walked out, and I was kind of, you know, like I said, I wear my heart on my sleeve or whatever. And uh, uh, we, uh, <clears throat> I, and I just walked out to where these guys were sitting because she's the waitress. And he's like, what's going on with you two love birds? I said, I don't know, man. She ain't even said a word to me all day. And one old guy said, well, I know what, what it is. And I said, what is it? And he said, "You, uh, she told us she wouldn't put out. Wow. And I remember, and I'd left my vehicle at work that the night before. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I was like, there's my sign. I'm done with you. But it's real sad, man, that we live in a world like it is today. And I couldn't <clears throat> even imagine trying in any way, shape, or form. I'm so thankful that God moved when he did for me. And mm. I'm thankful that God moved when he did for you. I am, too, because when you when you go back to what we was t- talking about earlier, the the differences between <clears throat> then and now and just dating, just socializing, you'll see uh, kids be face-to-face and not know how to talk, <laughs> not know how to have a conversation. They have to pull their phones out. Yeah, give me your Snapchat, give me your Instagram. And then as soon as they get separated, apart, a distance from each other, they can't shut up. Yeah, because they're so pre pro, been programmed to use social media for their social interactions yeah. that they can't have a meaningful conversation in person. And you know, it, it's sad and scary, but that's the way that the and world it's, is. And it's only going to get worse. You way think, worse. Way I mean, worse. You, you think of uh, I'm 42. Danny's you, when when will you be 43? July. July, you'll be 43. 43. Sorry. 43. God. Gosh. If I had uh, hair, it'd be great. Yeah, if I had any hair, it'd be long. If I had be long. But, uh, 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 I, I mean, in a nutshell, man, I can't, I can't even fathom in my brain what it would be like to be a young person right now. What it would be like to not know my wife and to still be single and to be miserable and to put yeah. myself out there because, I mean... It, it is a wicked week. And sexually transmitted diseases now, yeah. it ain't no big deal. No. People I mean, just, oh, I'll go to the doctor. Yeah, just get go to the doctor. I'll get the I'll get the day, uh, the plan B the day after. Well, that you know, scared me to death, the thought of getting an STD yeah. back in the day. That's what, that, that's one of the reasons why I kept my virginity yeah. as long as I did. Because yeah. I was, Well, the number one reason was I was afraid that I would die. Yeah, because and I'll tell you why we went to a, we went to school. There was a boy in sixth grade. His name was Joey. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say his last name, but I knew he he had had sex. Yeah, and his brother accidentally shot him with a 22 rifle. Wow. I don't know if you remember that. It was, I don't I think I it do. was in sixth grade. Yeah, and he was my friend, and I told myself that that's why he died. Oh yeah, it's because that he went against God, even though I yeah. didn't go to church. But that was always there, yeah. And in my mind, man, some, and I've told people this: somebody prayed for me when I was a baby. Mm-hmm. I had bronchial asthma really bad. I could, you know, had asthma really bad. I did too when I was little. <clears throat> and somebody had to 
prayed for me. It could have even been your mom. Yeah. Could have been your aunt. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm the who knows? I don't know who it was. Could have been the people at Atkins Town Holiness Church. My mom went there for a while when I was a little little kid. Yeah. But and uh, uh, Victory Tabernacle. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, you, that's where we went yeah. when I was little. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Somebody had to have prayed for me. Somebody had to have said hey, it could have been my mom or anybody. <clears throat> God keep your hand on this boy. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, these are the prayers that I've laid my hands on my children and prayed while they've been asleep. God, you use them. Use them to preach your word. Use them to tell people. Uh, don't or always lead them, yeah. you know. Don't let them get too far from you, mm-hmm. and and because I know how we are as humans, we're rebellious. Yeah, oh yeah. But back to I'm going to do a Danny Potter and tie it all back in. Tie it back in. I mean, here it is. First loop, second loop, knot, pull, <laughs> T- bunny ear, bunny ear, knot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, being in this world now, in the dating world, and all I can think about is my buddy. Yeah. I couldn't imagine he's the same age as us, mm-hmm. you know, and I could not imagine because first he's probably going to, if, if he really, if he really gets out there and I mean, he's a good looking young man, still young, got a good job, healthy and you know, in his prime, I still feel like I'm in my prime yeah. at 42, which yeah. I'm not, I'm way past it. Mm. Testosterone shots. <laughs> yeah. The blue pill. I forgot to talk about the blue pill. Oh, Did nothing pill. for me. What? Did nothing for me. Really? Yeah. You take the whole thing? No. You got to take the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Maybe one of these days I'll, I'll do a real review on the blue pill. But anyway, nah, I'm a horn dog, I guess you could say. Well, I don't need no blue pill. But, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I can't imagine. Because he'll probably have to go through 10 or 12 just to find a decent one. Well, I've, I went through a briar patch of women. Now, and this has been years. Well, I know it. Yeah. I know it. I never, this is something that I'm not proud of. Uh, it sounds like I'm bragging, but I am absolutely not bragging. There was very few instances when I was growing up where I didn't have a girlfriend. Right. And it ain't because I'm pretty. It's because I knew how to talk to them. Right. And I could, I could pretty hey, much. Baby. I'm not bragging, people. I really ain't. But you hang around the people that knew how to talk to women. Yep. You learn things. Yeah. And I could, I could talk to women. I could lie my hind end yeah, off hey, to them. You baby. know. Hey, and baby, uh, I've got. I got another car at the house. Well, you know, I had nice trucks and stuff, and that was the key to having a nice vehicle. And I always, I always had pretty nothing new, but I always fixed them up real nice and stuff, you know. So, I, like I said, there was very few instances where I was without a girlfriend. But looking back in hindsight, I wish I, wish I could have took it all back and never had one besides my wife. And like I say, you know, we dated twice before when we we didn't but you and my cousin patsy uh, yeah me and your cousin patsy (laughs) did but uh you know i screwed that up because i was just too wild and everything and luckily she she dumped me because she i i would have done something were so bad that she would have never wanted anything to do with me again right luckily i prayed and prayed and prayed and i straightened up over the years and i went to jail uh, uh for uh being stupid and it straightened my hind end up. Right. And she, gave, she gave me another shot. 
<laughs> Baby I'm so lucky mama. that I didn't end up with some with kids from some uh, somebody else. Or in a in a, a marriage and relationship where all you guys do is fight. Yeah, and what you're saying about it scare it scares me to death to think of not having my wife. Yeah, me too. It's a real super duper fear of mine because I'd be lost. Yeah, me too. I would be lost. Really and she may lose. say the same thing, but I'm just saying from my point from my perspective, if I was, God forbid, lose my wife, Patsy, it would destroy yeah. me. Not only because of her, because I love her beyond a shadow of a doubt more than anything in this world. I have two kids with her that yeah. I would lay down my life for this instant without hesitation. Yeah. So you got to look at that too. It's the scariest thing in the world to think of, of losing my family. Yeah. And I don't and, wish it on nobody. And you know what? I see it a lot. Yeah. I see it a lot. because, And more often than not, the reason why people splits up is because one of them's done something stupid, went and cheated or mm. something like that. Or, yeah. You know, they, they're just ignorant. And I'll throw this in there, too. Even getting married in this time. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, like I, I'm an avid YouTuber. I'm an avid uh, – I watch YouTube videos. I don't ever put nothing on there hardly. And I I scroll through Facebook and read all the time, and most of the time I laugh because yeah. it's it's some of the stuff is so childish and funny that mm-hmm. it, it really really you know that some some guy put on there well she ain't nothing but a hoe and she treated me so yeah. bad and I hate you and then she he'll tag her and then two days later they're you know at flat yeah. file sitting there <laughs> yeah. hey baby I love you oh, I don't know I what I can do that and then vice versa he beat me I got him put in jail look at these bruises and yeah. then two days people later people so fake yeah I mean people so fake and, and I just I don't understand that but there uh, was a lady that I think the world of I don't know if she would want me to say her name so I won't say her name but if she li- she listens to the podcast so she'll know who I'm talking about she made a comment on Facebook today and like I said I think the world of this lady super good woman about how fake people are on Facebook and how they use these filters and stuff on on social media. And I made a comment. I'm like, yeah, I know people on my friends list that cannot post a picture on Facebook without using some type of filter. And then she commented back. She's like, yeah, and then you see them out in public. And like, God, what happened to you? Yeah, yeah. You know, because people are so fake. Well, I've showed you pictures of young, young girls and 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 you know these little girls that are married and got kids and doing great and and their yeah. pictures they look so beautiful yeah yeah you, and then yeah, I, yeah. and then I'm like but here's a real picture of yeah them that, they that they accidentally that they accidentally they'll slip use, through on Facebook they'll just use the perfect angle yeah or they won't show nothing from the from the chin down chin down yeah. or something like that nothing again I'm not body shaming anybody yeah. for it by you want to have to talk Danny the next time you put a picture on Facebook it better be just from the chin down <laughs> yeah. that's it I just want to see your chin yeah. To your toes. But, you know, there's no reason in, be- in putting on a fake for somebody because if you're going to have a meaningful, lasting, loving relationship, that person's got to know the real you. And you don't need to be doing that stuff if you're married just to get likes and thumbs up. Yeah, that's pathetic. Because not, not only that, is it's all pathetic. vanity anyway, and it's 
I mean, I mean, what are you doing? It just makes me feel good. It makes me, and I, I, it seems like I'm pushing more toward the women, and I am because I don't know many men that use a filter and they've got the phone no, at uh-uh. a downward angle. If I the use face, a filter, it's usually lips. it's usually making myself look dumber. Yeah, that's I, the whole or point. Stupid you know? or yeah. funny looking. Yeah, I love filters. Yeah, I do too. Fun when I filters. smoked, I had filters. Grenade. But I can't imagine, uh, you know, being young, trying to date in this world, trying to find the person that that you feel like God's got for you. I hate a cell phone anyway. I couldn't snap somebody all day long like mm-hmm. that. Ain't no way. I just, I, yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, anybody that's got young children out there, if they've got a Snapchat, you need to delete that yeah. crap. You need to delete TikTok, Snapchat. What's the other one? Uh, well, about Instagram. All bad. You know, I was thumbing, I was swiping through Facebook the other day, Beefy, and uh, God in heaven knows that I don't ever click on anything even remotely vulgar or anything like that. Just because I ain't got no interest in it. But I was just swiping through, and then all of a sudden, there's a big sex toy flies up on my screen. I'm like, what in the heck's going on? Yeah, yeah. The Have you seen wish that crap? or whatever? Yeah, like I, I, swear, I swear to you, these phones can hear what people they can, say. They can. I watched an interview of a guy. Uh, he's a, he's a some big tech wizard or something other. Yeah. He said even if you cover up the camera and turn your phone off and put it in a in a in a of of what am I trying to a say? Toilet. A toilet. <laughs> a safe. He said we can still hear you. That's crazy. I mean, but but they they can hear us, and if you're sitting there and some idiot's having some kind of conversation, which I have been guilty of the idiot having this conversation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I told this on the podcast or not, and it is kind of funny, but it is kind of stupid. Yeah. Uh, every, when I first got married, everything that my wife would ask me, she'd be like, "Well, what do you what do you what do you want to do tonight?" And I'd say, "Watch black magic porn." <laughs> Just aggravating. <laughs> or she, she'd be like, "What'd you do today?" I, I, I would say, uh, "I'd say watch, just watch black, black midget porn all day." <laughs> and she's okay, like, "You're so stupid." <laughs> and then uh, I was putting in resumes. Yeah. And I, uh, I was like, "Well, you," I said, "I'm getting this paper from one place. I'm getting them to email it to me." And I said, "All you got to do is pull it up." Where you work, print this off. I can fill it out and hand it to them. She's like, okay, I can do that. And she said, was it in your junk email or whatever? And I'm not super, you know, savvy when it comes to technology. I said, honey, I don't know. Check everything. Yeah, yeah. And I swear, when she got home that evening, she said, we need to have a talk. She was kind of sniggering, laughing. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, let's talk. And she said, "Uh, what'd you do today? And I just turned to her. It was Tamara? Yeah. Okay. It, no, it was my other wife. I didn't, I didn't hear you say wife. <laughs> and she's like, what'd you do today? And before I could turn around and say, watch black midget porn all day, she said, let me guess, watch black midget porn? And I was like, well, you know it. And <laughs> yeah, she yeah. said, I got in your junk email. Black and there porn. was a thing in there about black midget porn. Yeah. And my mouth dropped. Yeah. I was like, she busted me. <clears throat> no, I didn't say I found me out. Yeah, she found me out. She <laughs> my knows secrets. my fetishes. <laughs> Them little toes. But anyway. <laughs> but, uh, uh, and and I don't mean, uh, like, to be vulgar or offensive by saying the word midget. I don't. It's just, I mean, that's retarded. LPs. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and I was like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm telling you, honey, they, they can hear 
what we say on these oh, phones. Absolutely. And my big dumb hind end's got two of them Alexa devices in my house, and I've been sitting around, and one of them's upstairs in the living room, and I think one of them's in here in the big TV room. Yeah. And I've been sitting around just talking by myself, you know, before I go pick the boys up from school or something other, and I'll laugh or whatever, and the little ring on the thing starts spinning around, and it'll say something like, what was that? I've, I've had the Alexa device and answer me, not having any type of conversation or talking to the daggum thing, but they'll be like, what's that? What was that? What'd you say? And I'm like, dude, get out of my house. Get out of my But bitch. my boys, they'll be like, Alexa, uh, do a fart noise, and it'll make a fart noise, and they'll die laughing. Yeah, but that's funny. Oh, yeah, it's funny. Uh, don't just don't say black midget porn in front no, of me. No, I but I mean, in all honesty, man, I just I can't imagine uh, uh, being in in this world not having my wife. Or I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm me married. too, man. I'm so glad that I am married. I'm glad that she hates me <laughs> because I love to aggravate her, as you all witnessed. Yeah. I was on the toilet earlier. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say this. If you can't have a good poop conversation with your significant other, you need to rearrange your marriage. <laughs> well, I'm going to say something here. Uh-huh. Me and Patsy don't talk about our bodily functions much. You need to rearrange your marriage. But now, we definitely don't uh, participate in the same room. You know, we don't perform these bodily functions. Son, I do. I don't give a room. crap. Can't do it. Can't do it. Never the kids, will. I, I've never, never locked will it. be able to. I've never, I've never locked a bathroom door. I'm thinking my life. Listen, I, I, I Kenna, Kenna, knock on the door. What, honey? You in there? <laughs> yeah. yeah. She just opened the door. Come in there. And I can't said, do it. I'd freak out. <laughs> He's sitting there talking to me, can't and then it. finally I'll say. Honey, get out of here. Daddy's trying to use the bathroom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't hardly answer anybody if they knock on the door. My mom would make it a chore for her to get you to come in the bathroom. Really? Yes. Yeah. Will Judd's mamaw had a picture album of people on her commode. <laughs> Yes. Only in Jason County. Yeah, no, only, only in Kentucky. Only the rights. Oh, this yeah. is my kinfolk. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, like everybody. Look here, Fred. That was a good one. She, she would literally pick the lock on the door and oh, get her Polaroid man. out and just fling the door open and flash it. My and gosh. there were people going, <laughs> you know, <laughs> putting her hands up yeah. or whatever. <laughs> that would be that's yeah. a good idea for those that are out there listening. Yeah. Make a pick collage if you have a lot of company. <laughs> yeah. If you're a grandma and you're listening to this podcast, yeah, you yeah. need to make a pick collage and don't put it on Facebook. You need to get those uh, Polaroid cameras that shoot out the fi- photos because they probably won't pr- uh, develop them at Walmart because that's showing pornography. Black midget porn. But anyway, <laughs> but no, I mean, all jokes aside, man. I do not know how people do it nowadays. I don't know. I it just would couldn't suck be, to I, be single I, for yeah, me anyway. Yeah, it would definitely suck to be single for me because yeah. I mean I'm I'm thankful that I'm too lazy to put the effort into finding anybody. Well, no, it wasn't that I was lazy. It was just I was so. I am. It wasn't that I was lazy. I was lazy, but it was rejection that killed me the worst. Yeah. 
because everybody expects me to be jolly and funny and this and yeah. that all the time. And I hid behind that for so many years, man. Yeah. And then, like, when, you know, I, I met Tamara the second time, I'm telling you, I fell head over heels in love with the girl sitting at Dairy Queen in a booth with her kids just talking. Yeah. And then when we left, when they told <laughs> us to leave, I, I walked her to her car. That's old school right there. Yeah. Opened her door for her. And I said, I know this sounds weird and probably really, I said, but I'm kind of old fashioned. I said, but do you care if I get your phone number? And she was like, yeah. yeah. But she probably thought I was just going to text the whole time. Yeah. Now, we did text a lot. Yeah. But we talked a lot. That's good. And, and probably what old, she wanted too. And poor old Tamara, honey, bless her heart. The youngin has to have sixteen hours sleep, or she ain't worth a dime. <laughs> uh, it, right now it is nine thirty-seven p.m. and she's been asleep for probably forty-five minutes. Really? Yeah. That's about early, don't she? Yeah, she goes wow. to bed with the chickens. That's good though. And uh, feels good in the morning, I bet. So uh, no, she still says she don't get no sleep. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But because uh, she'll get up and feed Kelsey once. And then oh, go back okay. and go right. Yeah. And I've never met anybody that will could fall asleep as fast as her. I'd give anything if I could fall oh, asleep. Oh, my that wife, fast. same way. Patsy, five minutes. Not she's even five. Not, yep, that's Tamara. Not even five minutes. That brings up something I don't want to talk about on this podcast, but something that I deal with that I think about every day would be a good episode. I want to get oh, it off yeah. my chest. Yeah, we'll get it off your chest. It's something pretty. It's going to make me look really bad. Well, good. But it's something that's that I what want to we want to do. We want to make you look bad. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I do all the talking all the well, time. I don't ever shut up. I don't know why that just popped in my head. But You I, better write it down. I, I, no, I think about this every day. Okay. It's better. something that's, that's bothered me for 10 years. Well, listen, Danny, I mean, you know, everybody poops. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Everybody poops. Huh? <laughs> yeah. You can't hold it for no, long. No, can't hold it for long. Because it will come out of there. But, yeah. Dating in today's uh, lifestyle, the way it is, with the inclusion of social media, yeah, I couldn't do it. Yeah, I'm I, a, I, I'm too I like lazy to talk too it. much. Oh I like yeah, to I'd rather talk in person any day. Yeah. I hate picking up a cell phone. Me three, me, me three, me four. Uh, I do want to mention this before we get off here, beefy, and I haven't even mentioned this to you, so this is you're hearing this for the first time. I'm thinking about making uh, uh, an email for the podcast separate from mine or yours or anything. It's on email, and people can email us questions, scenarios, shout-outs, or anything like that, anything that they want us to include in the episode, just maybe like a little quick five-minute thing or whatever. What do you think about that? That sounds good to me. If they want us to say something to somebody, like uh, and they want to remain anonymous. That'd be a good way for us to do it. You know, if they want to, I don't know, tell somebody they love them, but they don't want them to know who they are. Yeah. Um, we got this email today. This is my Delilah. I used to listen to Delilah. Yeah. At on at night when I worked third shift at a different place. We just got an email today. <laughs> She's kind of nasally. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know what happened to her. And. Um, Tom wants to tell Julie that uh, he loves her so much and her feet stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what like I'm that. kind of talking about. Like funny stuff or yeah. any, just anything. Anything. If you want to tell somebody. We don't that, want it to be like that old sound off. I don't know if you guys remember yeah, that from the early that. 90s. We don't want that. You know, we used to call but, it all the time and go, whoop, whoop, whoop. 
Yeah. If you've got something that you want to say to somebody, regardless of what it is, this would be the way to do it. Yeah, but no cussing, and it has yeah, to be st- it, it has to be something that uh, that is appropriate. We might censor ourselves. You stupid mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like fat people. They smell like <laughs> <laughs> lettuce. They smell like lettuce. Yeah. Oh, oh God. But anyway, I guess that's it for this episode, right, Beef? That's right. And that's what's up, world. Have a good one, folks. Love you, Connie.